0: Hey, After Buzzers, hell is empty and all the devils are here. We're talking all about episode six of Still Starcross, so stay tuned. You're tuning in to the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. There we go. There we <laughs> That's go. the music I know. That's the music I know
1: and love. We made it to episode six. Yep, and, and we only got one more to go, so Uramas. this is like... The preseason finale, pretty usually much. where the most stuff always happens in a TV series.
0: Yeah, so I, I was like pretty excited about this episode. So we're gonna talk all about it. My name is Candace Cruz, and you can find me on all my social media at Candace R. Cruz.
1: And I'm Olivia Gabre. You can hit me up at the Real OG. Yeah, this one with the weird flashback, though. Yeah, I. At <laughs> first, I. I, you know how they were like rewinding it really quickly. Yeah, I I thought it was a glitch on my thing. I was like, "Am I like, am I (laughs) rewinding?" What's going going? on? It's not. Yeah, no. We went back in time to uh, see what was happening happening parallel Mm -hmm. to uh, Rosalind and Benfolio's escape,
0: which I always like when they do that. I'm like, I can't. Yeah, two for one. Oh, because
1: obviously there was a lot of things that were going on while they were on the run because Mm -hmm. they left. Uh, Verona in like turmoil, pretty much. Yeah,
0: we got to see a lot of Rosalind and Benvolio's like relationship. This one was a lot more of like the Paris backstory because we kind of got left on a, a, a cliffhanger of what Paris really
1: yeah was doing. Really like, who the sense. hell is this
0: guy? Mm-hmm. And a lot of puzzle pieces came together for me in this episode, like with the the mark on his arm of like. I didn't know how he got that Mm -hmm. with the knife and all of that stuff. So I was really um, pleased with getting all that info. So Paris is trying to overthrow Prince Escalus, if you didn't catch on quick enough, guys.
1: Well, at first I was so confused as to how they were even – how that was even possible Mm -hmm. because uh, we know that royalty is – a family thing and I mean obviously you can overthrow but this is like an outsider coming in and he's one person he's not really backed by any forces that would help him overthrow an entire kingdom right? but um, I, I read a comment in uh, on our last episode mm-hmm. that said in the book and obviously we know that this show follows a book um, Aeschylus and Paris are actually family Oh, that explains so much. So though. that makes first of all, when obviously you're in the same family, you're mm-hmm. the same royal blood. You have the power to overthrow. Well, not the power, but the
0: you have the lineage to go. Yeah. yeah,
1: and um, and we saw that they had they were speaking and like they were very familiar with each other. And com- mm-hmm. and Aeschylus was confiding in Paris, and. I don't, maybe I missed it. I don't know. But I don't remember seeing anything in the episode that put them together.
0: No, I agree. Because I didn't see anything either. And I was kind of confused. And I was like, maybe I missed it. Whatever. I didn't really like follow along. I just like trusted the storyline. Yeah. But I never saw an introduction. No. Like, I never saw Paris go up and say... Princess Celeste, my name is Paris, like, it automatically jumped to their conversation. Mm-hmm. So it, that comment would make a lot of sense. I'm hoping they clarify and, you know, deny or maybe it's that, like that.
1: It, maybe it's supposed to be, like, a an aha uh-huh moment in the season finale that we just ruined or maybe. something.
0: Maybe. Because, I, I mean, know. this wasn't originally supposed to be the season finale next episode, though. Right. So we're kind of, like, just stopping. Mm-hmm. As far as I know, because it looked like they went up to 10.
1: It probably has some type of closure. I would hope so. Where they feel it's appropriate to end it. Yeah. On a couple on of episodes earlier. That episode,
0: yeah. Well, um, we kind of see a little bit more of Lady Montague and Paris's relationship as well, mm-hmm. going into all of that and realizing that all of this stuff that's been going on in this mass murder and chaos and this like masked group of people are all being run by the Capulet family.
1: Right. Well, Who we thought. we knew that uh, Lady Capulet was obviously plotting something because yeah. I I knew that Paris uh, was held some type of value to her
0: of course, and it just
1: wasn't clear up until this point that um, she had ulterior motives to take over all of Verona.
0: And it seems that these have been like long-standing plans mm-hmm. because. She brought him in to marry Juliet. So I'm wondering if all of this stuff has been in place regardless of the fact that Juliet was dead or not. Right. That Paris was going to marry a Capulet. Obviously, they thought it was going to be Juliet. And then they were going to inevitably take over the throne or Mm -hmm. try to take over the throne um, so that the Capulets could overthrow the Montagues and Capulet name, blah, 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 blah. All that other stuff. So it must have been something that she's been plotting for a very long time.
1: Right. And Livia would just be the the substitute for Juliet, because Juliet's no longer around.
0: But your opinion on this, do you really think that Paris feels anything for Livia, or do you think that he's only doing this as, like, a cover to work with Lady Capulet? Because from my perspective, it looks like, obviously, Livia loves him, but it kind of looks like Paris does have some fond feelings.
1: I mean, I'm sure because this was the only person he was spending time with for this, you know, long Mm. period, but... I don't think he's acting like he likes her. I think that he's being sort of cold to her and he's being very short with her, especially with the whole... She calls it a proposal, but it didn't really seem like a proposal Mm -hmm. to me in any way. And he was very quick to turn on her and talk about her to Lady Capulet um, in a way that was like... I I think that if he liked her, he wouldn't have had a conversation with Rosalind like he had.
0: This is true, but th- at the same time, we do see Lady Capulet confront, you know, Paris before he leaves. And I know we're jumping around a little bit, but um, when he was talking, when she was talking to Paris and saying, "Find Benvolio, kill him, and then mm-hmm. find out everything that Rosalind knows about our plans, and then kill her," mm-hmm. he does seem like kind of upset about it. He's like, Lady Capulet, Rosalind is still a Capulet, and yeah. she's still Olivia's sister, right? Like, so that was the only time where I really saw like. An emotional
1: Well, maybe that tie. will come to play later on. Not to toss in a prediction here, but I'm going to yeah. toss in a prediction. That, um you know, if this entire thing really gets down to the, the last straw where Rosalind's about to die and he has to make a decision, do I kill her or do I not maybe his love for Olivia will suddenly flow through his bones and he won't have it in him to kill it, her sister.
0: I hope so. I got really excited with that. I was like, oh, that's
1: like, that <laughs> maybe, wonderful. I don't know.
0: But uh, there was a lot of death in this episode, though, so I wouldn't put it past him.
1: It was a lot of death, but it, it was a lot of premeditated, intentional mm. death, like very calculated.
0: Yeah. I mean, if we kind of run through everything, obviously you guys know the whole cathedral stuff. Yeah that Capulet killed his architect and then didn't he kill someone else before this episode too though
1: Um, I don't know I just know that he well ultimately they can't afford it so they had to kill people to make it look like there were other reasons why they couldn't finish the cathedral
0: and then Montague negotiated with Princess Isabella and she was basically like as long as I get my mural sure you can take it over so now Capulet's pissed to say the least And then now is trying to plot completely against the Montague family again.
1: Right. And the Montagues only want this to add, like, some type of credit to their name, Mm -hmm. you know. Because when you look, when you see the dome all over Verona, you're going to think Montague.
0: Versus Capulet. And on top of Benvolio being considered a killer and a kidnapper, you kind of want something to clean your family name a little bit. Yeah.
1: And that's what he thought it would do. Mm -hmm. But obviously uh, Capulet's not going to let that happen. No. Um... And just ruin the entire dome.
0: He blew up that Intentionally.
1: Dome. He killed it. But a- then that also caused another war between the families, literally, where the guards were stabbing each other. Mm-hmm. Because they got into what I thought, like, it was an argument, but I didn't think it was worth killing somebody over. No.
0: But again, uh, feelings are heightened. The mm-hmm. families have hated each other for, like, centuries. But, like, no one will now work for Montague because they think that the, the cathedral is cursed.
1: Yep. And... Well, okay, can you explain the statues of Mary?
0: Yeah. To So Montague actually did that. So But didn't
1: Capulet send the statues over? And Montague like was like, What are these doing here? And yes, then he decided he did. to keep it. But what was the point of him sending them over?
0: Um, he sent them over and had the blood. Shedding from the eye in order to kind of counteract the curse, mm-hmm. per se, because all of his like subjects and his family or whoever's working on the dome came in and saw that, right? And so you know, how like, their holy moment. And so, of course, Montague puts on this whole like facade and he's like bowing and praying and doing right. The whole- he did
1: that, but why did Capulet send? the figures over to him in the first place.
0: I think it was like a warning of sorts or Or like a white flag of like winning.
1: Yeah or yeah just kind of being like oh I was going to send these over to you in in addition to your new cathedral Mm -hmm. but like now in your face you don't have one but here are the statues anyway.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And it was interesting to see a little bit more of like Capulet going into like why the cathedral meant so much to him and kind of his relationship with his dead daughter of, like, he keeps getting all these warnings from Juliet of beware, and he completely thinks it's only towards the cathedral. Mm -hmm. And so, like, his line that he said, all I wanted was the cathedral to be built so that I could see you get married in it, like, broke my heart. I know. But he went from that polar opposite to blowing up the dome and, like, destroying it. I guess if Capulet can't have it, no one can have it kind of thing.
1: Yeah. And uh he probably felt pretty airy about it especially because he was having moments with juliet over the cathedral so um i mean that was probably just the best right. op- the best and only option he had because it was out of his control at that point because if the throne g- gives, gives gives it, it to, to the montecchio yeah. really what can you do about it
0: mm-hmm. And these two are completely distracted in this whole like chess match of like the cathedral and stuff, while mm-hmm. Lady Capulet's being like a conniving little
1: Yeah, on the low Ugh. when no one because right, all these things are happening and distracting from you know, I feel like that's how over Throw how, what's he how to
0: overthrow? A yeah, prince. like
1: that's how that's how it happens. You know, dummies. When there's all this like to this, prince, there's all, all this distraction, uh-huh. and then this other little thing comes weaving through the weeds and yeah. pops up out of nowhere. Everything she did was really calculated. So we see that um, a peasant went in and caused a massacre in a,
0: the church. The yeah, church, the, mm-hmm.
1: and that was her doing. To make it seem like the prince was incompetent, right?
0: Yes. And it was also after, like, sequence of events, like, Paris and Aeschylus have their conversation. And Paris, like, offers his hand of helping to find Rosalind and Benvolio, blah, blah, blah. The Prince denies it. And so, in turn, he's talking to Lady Capulet. She's like, well, how much blood are you willing to shed to be the whole prince of Verona? Mm -hmm. So that's why they staged the whole...
1: Right, like because massacre. When the entire, when all Verona's in turmoil, everyone looks to the prince to be there to fix it. And Prince Aeschylus even explains that now he understands he was so frustrated with his father for forcing other people to fight his battles while he just sat on the throne. But. He realizes that someone has to sit on the throne to basically hold down the fort mm-hmm. while all of this is happening. Yeah. And it's just a series of unfortunate events where things in Verona keep on getting more tragic and escalate to more more wars and more fighting, and it's his job to really, s- s- like, hold it down.
0: Yeah. And his, his, like, figurehead or his guidance or, like, his... Strategic person, whoever's with him all the time. I don't know what his title is, but mm-hmm. he's like, You're the one that has to stay. So he inevitably stays because of that and accepts Paris's offer to leave mm-hmm. to go and like find Rosalind.
1: And that, so all of that was pr- pretty well manipulated by Paris and
0: because Lady Capulet, yeah.
1: I mean, the fact that it went so perfectly in their favor is the reason why this is television because, you know...
0: Things never inevitably happen the way that you want them to. That was
1: really well planned out, Mm -hmm. like, far ahead. And the fact that the sequence of those events happened perfectly in their favor where the peasant caused a massacre and the peasant was set up and caught for the massacre. Mm -hmm. Uh, Aeschylus was was worried about leaving the throne so he allowed... Paris to retrieve Rosalind. Mm-hmm. And Rosalind came and knew about the situation between uh, Livia and Paris because of Friar Lawrence and Paris found that information out and then revealed his... Like, you know what I mean? So Everything much. was just like kept checking off like exactly how they wanted it to happen. Right. And it's like...
0: That never happened. Come
1: on. Throw a little like wrench in there Curve or something.
0: Well, I mean... With part Prince Escalus too. Now the the peasant actually had a lot to do with everything too, though. I think he was the wrench that kind of put a like a damper on kind of the way it went out plan. though at the end because um, the peasant goes to ask for money. Lady Capulet says, "I'll give you the name, the title, whatever." Mm-hmm. And obviously, like pegs everything on him. Of course, like dude, you're gonna get caught. Like yeah, you're you're gonna end up away. And they're talking to him and he actually tells Prince Aeschylus like there's
1: a prince. There's
0: a new Prince of Verona coming.
1: And he automatically thinks that it's Benvolio that mm-hmm. he's referring to.
0: And so he like picks up and like leaves. He's like screw it. I'm leaving. But I don't that's care. that's
1: stupid though because why would you think that Benvolio was about to be the Prince?
0: And There's nothing pointing towards that but other than like he's been pegged for all those murders.
1: Right. But who if this person is labeled as a murderer and someone you can't trust and someone who's on the run, who the heck is going to put him in power and listen to him? Nobody. By
0: scaring people, by having that type of, like, control. But, I mean, it would make sense that they would peg it on Benvolio because the peasant could easily be like, Benvolio is with me because this all happened before Benvolio. No, Benvolio was already gone at this point, so never mind. It couldn't have been Benvolio.
1: Well, I mean, he was missing. No one knew where he was. Yeah, they didn't know where he was,
0: so he could have been a part of it.
1: But at the same time, the peasant is par- expresses that he's, like, part of a larger team. Yeah. Now, was he referring to Paris and Lady Capulet, or was he referring to, I mean, essentially, all of these tragedies that are happening, that's, like, framing Manvolio, this, that, and the other thing. Is that all the doing of Lady Capulet in Paris? I think so. Or is this like a completely separate (coughs) entity that's causing all these problems for them?
0: I think it's all the same. As far as I can assume. Which also leads me to think I wonder if Lady Capulet actually did the harlot on the the statue way back when. We
1: had all of these events that have been happening episode by episode Mm -hmm. that are causing friction between the two families but we still haven't found out who that was now we know that lady capulet is causing all the problems that are present but no there's nothing that i mean we can make assumptions that those were her doing as well to kind of um b- to further break apart the families and leave room for a new prince to come through because yeah. then it would be it would reflect negatively on the prince and princess because they're unable to control all these. But really that's just speculation because there's nothing that really directly correlates all these events back to her. Right. When it's so obvious that all these events that are happening now is, the, is her them. doing. Yeah. yeah. But, um... You know, like, does she did... Like, I don't really know because she's surprised by this kidnapping, whatever... But is she? Is she really? She wasn't surprised, surprised because she found
0: that note, and hid that note. Because even at the end, if we fast forward to the end, where Rosalind's like, "Of course, Olivia knows that I wasn't kidnapped." Like,
1: oh, okay. I because see. I left her
0: a note, and he's like, "Oh, this note." Oh. That never got to Olivia because um, Lady They're Capulet saw it, it cook, took okay. it, and she's like, "Kidnapping, blah blah blah." So she set all of this up to like put oh, on a wild man okay, chase okay. for Mimbolio. To like Makes peg sense. everything on him.
1: Okay, I understand. I guess I don't. It's just there's like fifty different, different storylines going on. It's there's a lot. A guys. possibility. You know, the possibilities could really go in a lot of directions.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, and I mean, it, I, I don't even know. The last scene that killed me was when Rosalinds finally have the convers like the full conversation with Paris, because it we left off in the last episode of like, I know everything, how dare you do this, blah, 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 blah. And then him threatening not only her, but Livia, Benvolio, mm-hmm. Aeschylus, all of it.
1: So their their ultimate plan would be to kill
0: everyone and make it look like someone else murdered them or that like it was a fight to the death kind of thing.
1: And then, so what's really the plan to get Paris in power to make Aeschylus look like he can't do it?
0: Basically. I don't even know where or, they're going with that, to be honest with family, you. if their family
1: would, are they just trying to scare Aeschylus out of the position where he, pa- he can you even pass the throne over? Like, I, I don't.
0: I think you can technically.
1: But, and then where's Isabella come into play to all this? Because I feel like she's such a strong person, she would never allow power to slip out of there but I
0: don't think that she can actually rule I think this is a time before queens were a thing yeah outside of unless you're married to and why is he Prince Aeschylus wouldn't he be king
1: yeah I don't know you know what I mean I was thinking that as well but I'm not really familiar with how
0: the monarchy and stuff of that (laughs) time I'm not either it's just been a really weird ride and Paris has literally got Roslyn backed into a corner
1: yeah, but you know what, I f- I feel like she, both she and Benvolio are gonna figure out a way.
0: But that how though is my question because at the very end, we see Aeschylus run into uh, Benvolio while Benvolio's hiding, right? And then he ends up taking him, puts him in like the handcuffs, gags him, all this other stuff. And uh, Aeschylus is like, "Are you hurt? Where have you been? Like you kidna were you kidnapped?" And he's Paris is already well versed. Um, Mm Rosalind that she will like he will kill Benvolio blah blah blah, blah all this other stuff so she's worried for all of their lives and she's like he took me I can't even remember where but took me to a specific place he's like did he hurt you and I was like no and then Paris chimes in and says and he calls himself the new prince of Verona so he just switched the tables to make it look like Benvolio's trying to be the new prince. And then Rosalind, of course, had to say, yes, that's true. And that's where we black out. So, like, how are they going to get out of it?
1: I think Aeschylus they is going to... They have
0: Benvolio tied up and gagged. Like, you can't... I
1: think Aeschylus is going to wake up. I think... I hope so. That r- maybe Rosalind's going to be able to have a conversation with him or... Alone or something. Yeah, like, some somehow I feel like it may dawn on him. Or da- dawn on the princess like someone's gonna find out something because I don't see this ending. Well, I don't, you see, I'm like I'm, I'm over. It is like, a tragedy, Romeo yeah, and Juliet. Like, like, die. I don't see this ending in a tragedy, but uh, it, it, is, it a tragedy. is a tragedy. <laughs> so anything is really possible. So hey, maybe
0: who knows? Paris
1: overthrows and Lady Capulet gets everything that she wants
0: I and seen right, yeah, <laughs> and done. Uh, yeah. I have to say, I hate Lady Capulet, like, with a dying passion. <laughs> hate is a strong word. I do. No, like, I Like, she's killing it. All of it. Like, great actress. Love her. She's killing fantastic. Literally killing, literally killing it. Literally killing it, in both literally and figuratively. But she, like, is even willing to throw her husband under the bus by, like, him confiding him her. Crazy. Well, she doesn't crazy. even really... Lo-
1: we already knew that she didn't really love him.
0: Which she <laughs> throws into her face, which I was proud of him for doing. Yeah. But... You literally will go to the lowest of lows. And I don't even know if she loved Juliet that much. Like, she loved her daughter. Give her, I'm not going to, like, say she didn't, but mm-hmm. m- willing to marry her off to whoever and do this whole, like, master plan. Like, does she really love anybody? Is she just pissed at life?
1: She's just a witch. <laughs> literally, she's, she's all about, like, naming Well, stature. she just wants... Exactly, she just wants power in, uh that... Backtracks to like the one of the first couple episodes when she had that conversation with Rosalind, and um, it was clear that you know she married the lesser brother when she really mm. wanted the one with more power, and that's why she treats Livia and Rosalind in as servants
0: because those are supposed to be her daughters, yeah. If you really break it down,
1: exactly. And now the family that she's in is broke, <laughs> right? She just so she has to find a way out, still don't feel power. bad for her.
0: Sorry. I mean, don't. why
1: would you? I don't feel bad for her
0: either. And the last moment where she's in the crypt talking to Juliet and all the candles went out. Like, she's asking for a sign but do you think that she's going to interpret the sign correctly?
1: No. I mean, she'll, anything, she anything she, again, she has an agenda and mm-hmm. she's probably going to use every like sign, resource, whatever in favor of what she really wants to happen.
0: Yeah. Left with a lot of cliffhangers. I'm wondering how they're going to wrap it all up next episode. Probably not.
1: I know. It's probably just going to be like a cliffhanger. Like, Which
0: oh, will make me really upset. Speculate
1: because it all.
0: I do love the show. Like, yeah. I love where it's going. And I just hate to see it just, like, abruptly end. I'm going to be like, that's it? Like, I at least want to know how it finishes.
1: Yeah. I guess. <laughs> Do you, I wonder like was this episode always this way like so many things I wonder
0: I wonder if they're changing and editing re-editing yeah. things because of them being that's
1: like that's what I was wondering yeah. as well
0: yeah I don't know predictions for the last episode
1: well that i I tossed my prediction that Ooh, thank and you now, Ooh. Your After Buzz Ooh. TV. that I think that uh the prince is gonna wake up and do something to prevent all of this happening. Rosalind's yeah. going to, you know, slip him a full note, little secret. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Just take a wild guess.
0: I think Paris will get overthrown and he'll die. You think Paris will die? I think Paris will die. Okay. I think, well, I don't know if it's the next episode, but if we're talking ending here, like big picture ending, I see Paris and Aeschylus going at it because he's going to find out what happened. Mm-hmm. He's going to believe Rosalind. But then ultimately Roslyn's going to have to choose between Aeschylus and Benvolio cuz she's falling in love with Benvolio. Mm-hmm. And then Lady Capulet just needs to go. I don't know okay. how she's going to go, but she's going to go. I support that. See, these are like really big predictions and I over overarching, but that's well, what no, I would like to happen. You're shooting
1: uh, shooting for the stars. I think it has a story like this. Yep.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Yep, and I feel like Livia will find another true love because she'll realize Paris is evil.
1: Oh, yeah, I hope she finds out because I feel bad for her. She thinks this is, like, her real Prince Charming.
0: What if, ooh, what if Aeschylus falls in love with Livia and then Rosalind goes hey. with Benvolio? Hey. Mm-hmm. Hey. Hey.
1: I think Rosalind and Benvolio are going to end up together. I
0: think those two, yes, for sure. So we'll put them over in this little pile, but... What's going to happen to Prince, Prince Aeschylus and Livia? I feel like maybe like she'll come to console him and be like, it's okay, Prince. I know she went with Benvolio, and then they'll fall badly in love.
1: Maybe. It, but then, <laughs> but then ultimately, uh, Lady Capulet would be getting what she wanted still because her one of her family is marrying into royalty. Yeah,
0: but I think that they'll arrest Lady Capulet because they'll find her guilty for all of this stuff and all the treason, and they'll either kill her. Or put her in jail and like keep her there forever. Yeah, maybe. And happily ever after. You want it won't have to be a tragedy anymore?
1: I mean, it is a tragedy in some ways still. Yeah, this is true. But still, I don't really care if she dies. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. I really so, don't whatever. either.
0: Bye. Exactly. Well, we have one more. That's it. I love hosting with you though. Yeah. We'll have to host again for sure I wish that it was going longer like so that we could keep going that's where the point of that conversation was going <laughs> I was like can we at least extend it so we can keep No, posting? I know
1: but um, this show had to end
0: yeah
1: it had to come to an end
0: <laughs> a sour tragedy end it's a
1: tragedy in and of itself yeah tragic
0: well um, we've had a lot of comments and still viewers are still watching mm-hmm. and watching the after show so thank you guys for always tuning in and we got one more week, and that's it.
1: Yep, we'll wrap it up.
0: All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining us this late, late Wednesday. We're on Wednesday. I'm losing yep, track of days almost here. Almost
1: probably Thursday, in a we're almost of Thursday.
0: So, thank you guys so much for joining us again. My name is Candace Cruz, and you can find me on all my social media at Candace R. Cruz.
1: And I'm Olivia Gabri. You can hit me up at the Real OG.
0: Bye, guys. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV.
1: Buzz. Uh, see you later. The
0: views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or